Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Women Transform with Brianna Monet. We are back with a brand new episode. So today I want to go ahead and get right into it. And for this episode, I actually want to take a minute and step back away from the conquer more than a conqueror series. And I actually want to share the most recent prayer call that I hosted for the Women Transform Tribe. And it's really I really want to share it because we're closing out in July and we're going into August. And you guys, when you listen to it, you'll understand why I want to share this. You know, that it's the end of the month. We're going into a brand new month. And there was so much revelation given to me when before I did the prayer call that I also wanted to share it with my listeners as well, praying that it encourages you and that it helps you as you navigate, if you're going through any transition in your life, if you're going into a new level, like here lately, I've been hearing the word transition. I've actually been going through a transition myself, you know, so I really pray that it blesses you all and it really helps you all in light of getting prepared for the new season of your life. And of course, this prayer call was about resetting, as I mentioned before. And y'all know I've done two episodes on resetting already, and both of them have been my most listened to episodes. So I see that you guys really love the reset (laughs) episodes that I, I do. So on this prayer call, I spoke a little bit about resetting more in depth. And I also prayed for the ladies who signed up. And I'm praying that you guys really receive what was given to me. And again, I just pray that it blesses you. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into the Women Transform prayer call where we are talking about resetting. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so I'm just going to begin in prayer. So dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for yet another day, oh God. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you saturate this call, that you saturate our minds and our hearts to receive the word that is going to be offered up today. Lord, I just thank you for bringing us all together, God. I pray that you clear our minds and our hearts as we prepare for this word, God. And we just pray for your presence just just to be on this call, God, that you just I keep hearing this, that you just clear our minds and our hearts, God, so we can receive your word, so we can hear you, God. So we just thank you again, God. I pray I pray for less of me and more of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. Y'all doing okay so far? I'm sorry. So I'm going to share my video. All right. Hey, ladies, if y'all want to share, turn on y'all videos, y'all can. I know a lot of people don't, but if you want, you can. And don't forget to share this as well, if you're able to. All right, so if you guys see me looking over or looking down, I'm either reading from my Bible or I'm reading from my, my iPad. So before we actually begin, I have six questions that I want you all to think about. So the first question is, what does resetting look like for you? So that's question one. Question two is, do you allow God in when you are in reset mode? So are you fully surrendering to God when you're in this, your reset mode? Again, question three, do you actually release and reflect? And I know a lot of us don't like to self-reflect because sometimes we feel like we're not where we want to be. So we don't want that reminder. 
but it is important for you to actually release how you feel, how you really feel, and reflect when you're in reset mode. Four, do you pour out to God? How, if you do, and is your wall up or down? We tend to think that we're releasing things to God, but we still have a wall up. We're still guarded. So we're not fully allowing him to come in. So question five is, where's your heart? Where's your heart posture when you're in reset mode? Are you doing it for selfish reasons? Or are you doing it because you wanna be closer to God or you're trying to get restoration or what have you? And the last question is, is God really in control? And that's hard as well at times. And I can say for myself, it is hard because I am a control freak at times. I like to micromanage and I have to remember that God is the ruler of all things. And all of this belongs to him and that he can control the things that I can't control. So that's the main question I really want you to think about. Is God really in control? So think about those six questions. So I'm gonna, this actually came to me late last night. This was not a part of it. I don't know who needs this, but before we even start about resetting, I wanna talk about transition. So I'm gonna read the definition. Y'all know I love definitions. So I'm gonna read the definition of transition. So transition is the process or period of changing from one state or condition to another. So this actually relates to the prayer request that I received as well. And I do believe that this is a season of transition. It may not be for everybody, but I do believe that this is a season of transition. So you're going from one state to the next. And when you go from one state to the next, a reset is required because we can't go in the same way, right? We can't go in the same person, the same broken person that we were before. We have to come in a different woman. And I know that growth is a process, it's an everyday process, but we have to understand that in order to get to the next season in our lives, we have to, we have to, have to, have to reset and we have to release and ask God to shut off all of the old toxic things that don't belong in our lives anymore. So that's the definition of transition. So the reason why I wanted to start off with this is because we are in the month of July. And if you guys are in the Facebook group, you know, I mentioned this the beginning of the month. So we are in the month of July and July is the seventh month in the year. Seven represents the number of completion. So what that means is if you're going to a transition, you're going from one thing to the next. We're in July. So we're in the seventh month of the year, which seven represents the year of completion. And I just said, if you're going to the next level, we are done with old habits. We're done with negative self-talk. We're done with fear. We're done with staying in toxic, toxic relationships. We're done procrastinating or whatever old habits that you have cannot come with you into the new season of your life. And because next month is August, which is the eighth month of the year, eight represents new beginnings. So we're walking into a new beginning, hence the transition. God, Y'all, this is what God gave me last night or the Holy Spirit gave me last night. So I just want to share it. I don't really know who it's for. I know I received it when I got it. And I just wanted to share it with y'all. And this was really wasn't a part of my notes, but I added it because I was led to share it. But we know that eight represents new beginnings. So we are walking into a new beginning. So use this time to release, I'm sorry, to reset, release, and prepare for your new beginning. I had a prayer request about nursing school. That's a new beginning. I'm a nurse. I know. I know what it takes to get through it. I know it's scary. I know that it can be hard to actually surrender and, and do things 
that are out of your comfort zone. So you have to, we have to reset, release, and prepare for our new beginning. And I wanted to reference um, the scripture, John 15, 1, because the last point I had was ask and you shall receive. Okay, so that's, that's my little tidbit for the beginning. Like I said, this was not a part of my original notes, but I just had to share it. So as we're talking about resetting, I want you all to think about releasing these things that cannot go with you into the next season. It is hard, but sometimes we just have to go through it and we have to grieve these losses because they can't, they're weights and they're not gonna be able to help you become the woman that God has called you to be, all right? So that's just a little bit, the beginning part. Is this good so far? Is this helping anybody? Let me know in the chat. And again, the uh, scripture I referenced for this portion is John 15, one. Chapter 15, verse one, if you guys wanna write that down. So is this good so far, y'all? Talk to me in the chat. All right, so I want to read, now we're gonna get into resetting. So I want to read the first scripture I have, which is Amos chapter nine, verses 13 through 15. So I'm going to read that. And the title of this actual portion, I'm sorry, it's 11 through 15. I'm sorry. Amos 9, chapter 11 through 15. Chapter 9, verses 11 through 15. So the title of it is A Promise of Restoration. Again, we're talking about resetting, right? So the scripture reads, in that day, I will restore the falling house of David I will repair its damaged walls from the ruins. I will rebuild it and restore it and restore its former glory. And Israel will possess what is left of Edom and all the nations I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken and he will do these things. The time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. Then, then the terraced vine guards on the hills of Israel will drip with the sweet wine. I will bring my exiled people of Israel back from distant lands and they will rebuild their ruined cities. They will be, rebuild their ruined cities and live in them again. They will plant vineyards and gardens. They will eat their crops and drink their wine. I will firmly plant them there in their own land. They will never again be uprooted from the land I have given them, says the Lord. So that's the first one that I wanted to share. I have another one on my spirit. I'll share that later. And then the second one was 1 Peter 5.10. And that says, and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast to him by the power forever and ever. Amen. All right. So those are the two scriptures that um, I am referencing today. And as you can see, they both talk about restoration, which we all need. That's why we're in reset mode, right? So I wanna talk about first reasons why resetting is important and things to remember when in reset mode. So one, reset, it allows you to prepare for your next level as I talked about in the beginning of the call. We can't go into what God has for us with old habits. We can't go in 
the damaged little girl we were last week or a year ago or a month ago. We can't go in the new season or the next level of our lives with unforgiveness in our heart or bitterness in our heart, right? So we have to learn to release those things in this time, especially when I've already said next month is the month of new beginnings, right? It's the eighth month of the year. So we have to prepare for the next level. Okay, so two, it allows you to be more reflective and self-aware of where you are and where you want to be. Again, the first, one of the first questions I asked you was, do you actually release and reflect? And I asked that because when you release and then you reflect, you're more self-aware of where you are and be honest about where you are. If you're not happy where you are, then tell God that like, look, I'm not happy where I am. I don't like this. I want to be better. I want to do better. I want to build better relationships, whatever it is. Bring it to God. Honest. Be honest. He already knows how we feel. He already knows what we're thinking. So just be honest with him and let him know, look, this is where I am. But this is where I want to be. So don't just stay at where you are, but also speak where you want to be as well. And it makes you self-aware of who you are. And we, if you don't know your identity, if you don't know who you are, that's when you come to God and say, God, who am I through you? In your eyes, who am I? How do you see me? All right. So that's two. It allows you to be more reflective and self-aware of where you are and where you want to be. I keep saying releasing, but three is resetting. Resetting requires releasing baggage and bondage. Those strongholds have to come down. Whatever you've been holding, if you've been holding on to anything from the past, if you've been holding on to anything from the last hour, it's not going to help you move forward. It's not going to help you reset your mind. And that's the most important thing that we have to remember. When we're in reset mode, we have to shift our mind. Resetting requires us to conquer mental instability. Because if your mind is not in the right place, if you're doing all of this negative self-talk and talking down on your dreams or filling your, your spirit with fear, God can't come in and help you with that unless you invite him in. So we have to make sure our mindset is shifted as well. We can't be here and there. We have to make sure that we're anchored, that our soul is anchored. So when things do come our way, we're not controlled by what life is throwing at us, right? So that's three, resetting requires releasing baggage and bondage. Four, resetting will always be a consistent part of your growth. So it doesn't matter how many times you have to keep resetting. I feel like anytime you enter into a new level in your life, anytime you go through a transition, a reset is required. Because again, you can't go into this transition into this next season the way that you were. It's just like when we're waiting on God to move in our lives, we we're stuck on what he did last year, but he's doing something different this year. It's the same thing because you're going to miss it if you're stuck on what he did last year. And we, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to miss anything that God has for me. I don't want to miss it. I don't have time to miss it. So it's always good to understand that you will always be in reset mode. It's going to happen. It's a consistent part of your growth. And it's okay if you have to do it multiple times. As long as you keep coming to God, and you remember that everything that God does is perfect, keep resetting, keep growing, keep pushing. So that's four. Five is resetting requires being honest with yourself, really being honest with yourself and not just yourself, but with God. And I mentioned this earlier, 
If you do not like something, if you feel, if you're mad at God, tell him, <laughs> tell him, listen, I'm upset. This didn't happen. And I wanted this to happen, but it didn't. Now I'm upset because I feel like you don't hear me. I feel like you're not listening to me. I feel like we're disconnected, whatever it is, just say it, release it, get it out because then your heart gets bitter and you get very bitter. And then a lot of people shift away from God because they're upset because they feel like he didn't do something. And a lot of times when God doesn't do something is for our protection, or maybe we just wasn't ready for it. And we also have to remember when we're asking God for more, we have to understand that we have to be good stewards of what he's already given us before he can really give us more. So being honest with yourself and being honest with God, I can't stress that enough. That has helped me so much when I was in situations I felt like I couldn't get out of and I would just cry out and just ask God like, look, when is this gonna end? Because I don't like this. And a lot of times God does not take us out because we are in process. And a lot of times, the process is what's going to take us to our next level, but the process is not going to end. You're just going to get to a, another level. And I know we've heard new level, new devil, right? That's just how it happens. So we just have to understand to be completely honest and just let God know this is where I am. This is where I want to be. This is not working out. How can we fix this? Can you give me the strategies, the clarity, something so that I can make it through this? We have to long we have to learn long suffering a lot of times we deal with long suffering god is not going to take us out of something prematurely and he's not going to give us something prematurely for us to mess it up he loves us that much all right so six resetting requires sacrifices that's not a sexy word but it, that's what it requires. It requires sacrifices. So I want you to think about what sacrifices have you made in order for God to really come in and do what he needs to do in your life. Are you changing the way that you think? Are you setting boundaries? Are you ending toxic relationships or friendships? What sacrifices have you made? What have you given God to work with? A lot of times we're always asking God to do this or to do that. Or we always say, oh, I'm just waiting on God. But a lot of times God is waiting on us. He needs our participation when it comes to healing or growth or blessings. You can't say, oh, I want to be healed. I want to grow, but you don't do anything. What have you done? What have you given God to work with? What have you done for him to be able to come in and help you reset your mentality? Rather, and it doesn't just have to be just resetting just to get ready for the next level. It could be somebody wanted to lose weight. Somebody wanted to eat healthy. What have you done? to reset your body and get your body to a healthy state. So just when you're thinking about reset, don't just think about it in one box. You can think about it in many different ways, right? So that is six. Seven is resetting requires time with God. Now we know we always make time for what we want, but we also have to learn to make time with God, rather that means setting a morning routine, setting a bedtime routine. And I can personally say, that when I intentionally intentionally set time out in the morning, especially before I go to work, because <laughs> I know we all have people at our jobs, we just listen, okay? So setting that time aside with God in the morning has made a tremendous difference in my day because I've already set the tone for my day. And you can do the same. I think sometimes we forget that we can command our day, that our words have power, that we have power and authority. 
So if somebody comes in, you're at work or wherever you are, and somebody ruins your day or says something that offends you, you have the power to change your mindset. So when that negative thought comes, shift it with a positive thought. We have that power to do that. So we have to remember that when we're spending time with God, it gives us that peace and that joy that we need to get throughout the day. We can get the downloads from the Holy Spirit on, okay, what do I need to do today? Which way should I take to work? It's the small things. And that's the important thing about spending time with God. You get the inside scoop, believe it or not. If you actually take the time to spend with God, he, the Holy Spirit gives you everything, downloads. You may not get it all in one sitting, but the more time you spend with God, the more you learn to hear him, the more you learn his character. And that's the most important is learning God's character because when you learn his character, you shift your perspective. So I use an example of us not getting our way at times. But if you're spending time with God and you know his character and you know, okay, God didn't give me that. I thought I wanted it. So maybe it's not for me. Maybe he has better or maybe it's too early. Your perspective changes. So then you're not so hurt by what he didn't do for you. And then you need to shift your perspective and think about all the things he has done for you. My favorite thing to say is I always check God's track record. When I'm having a bad day or I'm feeling like something's off, I always check God's track record. He's always been there for me. He's always brought me out. He's always provided. Even when he didn't bring me out, he was right there beside me. His words is that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He was right there. So think about that. So resetting requires time with God. So remember spending time with God. He's your comforter. He's your friend. He's your father. He's a provider. He's everything that you need. So when you feel alone or you feel like no one understands you or you just need to vent, I'm telling you, God is like the best person to vent to. I'm telling you, instead of calling people, because sometimes you may call somebody and they may not be available, but God is always here. He's omnipresent. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He's always here. So spending that time with God will also help you in reset mode. So that is seven. Eight, I said this earlier, resetting requires us to conquer mental instability. Nine, resetting requires using what God has already given you. A lot of times we think that we can't use what God has given us, but we can. He's given it to us for a reason. So remember that. I'm sorry, y'all. Things are popping up on my screen. Okay. So 10, the last point is resetting requires planting seeds for this new level you are resetting for. Again, you can't reap a harvest if you don't plant a seed. It just doesn't work that way. And I think I've said that before. So we have to remember that even when you're praying and you may not see the fruit of what you're sowing at the moment, but just know whatever you're praying for, God hears you. If it's according to his word and the will for your life, he hears you. The fruit will come. But we just have to remember that even these, these tiny little seeds, and I've a lot of things that, a lot of seeds I can say I planted years ago I now see the fruit of it now. So for instance, my son praying, I pray, I'm a prayer. I pray a lot and I see it in my son. Now he's praying by himself and he's only five. So I'm starting to see the fruit. And that way, as he gets older, he understands that whenever I'm going through something, even when I'm not going through something, even when everything is good and dandy, I can still pray. I can still worship so that's the seed that I am planting in my son so as he gets older mommy's not going to know not going to always be there so you have to seek God first so even small 
plants like that, whatever, I'm sorry, even small seeds like that. So whatever seeds you're planting, just know they may not come up as soon as you sow them, but you won't reap a harvest if you don't plant a seed. So whatever you're seeking God for, prepare for that. Preparation is also planting seeds as well. You want to be married. How are you preparing for that? You know, you, you want to pass nursing school, but are you studying? And that was something I had to get with on myself when I was in school. Like, okay, are you studying? Don't get mad because you didn't get the grade that you wanted. We have to plant those seeds. And like I said, you may not see the harvest right then and there, but you will get a harvest. Just stay faithful and endure until the end. All right. So I know those were a lot of points, but I just wanted to give those to you and let you guys ponder on it and just share it. But how was it so far, y'all? I hope I'm not boring, y'all. Let me know in the chat if this is okay. So now I want to talk about how to reset. So one, you can go on a fast, rather it's from food, alcohol, social media, whatever it is, going on a fast is a perfect way to reset because you're able to take time out from other people and being able to spend that time with God. Because remember, I said that resetting requires time with God. So going on a fast actually disciplines your spirit man as well. So, and if you got, I think most of you did my seven day self-growth challenge, you know, I talked about discipline. Fasting is the best one. I personally feel like it's one of the best ways that we can learn to be disciplined because you're disciplining your flesh. You, you're craving for something, but you're not going to do it. Right. And that requires the power of God. Trust me, because I've had times where I fast and I'm like, listen, I'm hungry, you know, or whatever it is, whatever you're fasting from. So going on a fast, that's one way on how to reset. Two is setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is my favorite thing and healthy boundaries, not putting a wall up and not letting anybody in. You have to set healthy boundaries. And the reason why I say that setting boundaries is one of my favorite things is because it brings me so much peace. I used to be a people pleaser and I would think about other people before I thought about myself and it would drain me, hence why I always needed a reset, why I always felt like I was overwhelmed and I was going crazy was because I'm doing all of these things for all of these people, but I'm not doing anything for me. And one thing I want to share is my wellness coach, I was talking to her yesterday and we were talking about fasting and I said that I was going to try to fast from the caffeine and I love coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. And when I was talking to her, I was like, well, I know when I was pregnant, I gave it up when I was pregnant. I didn't drink coffee. I went to tea and then I became a tea drinker. And she was like, well, I'm glad you said that because you made the sacrifice for your son, but why can't you make sacrifices for yourself? And that made me think about setting boundaries in a deeper, even though we were talking about fasting, but I started thinking about setting boundaries because it's like, we tend, even rather it's intentional or unintentional, we tend to sacrifice for other people, but we never sacrifice for ourselves right? And I don't think, I don't, if y'all feel me, because I, I never thought of it that way when she brought it up, I was like, oh, you're right. You're right. And of course, as a mother, it comes naturally, because it's like, you know, this is my child. I want my child to be healthy, but we don't do the, th do the same for us. We don't set healthy boundaries. We run around doing this and doing that, answering the phone. I've learned to put my phone on do not disturb. Don't bother me. This is me time. <laughs> That's the end of it. So setting healthy boundaries is another way you can reset. 
Three, creating an environment for growth and healing. Again, who are your friends? Are you gossiping at work? What is around you that's keeping you from really healing and really growing? Are you around people that are constantly reminding you of who you used to be? Are you around people who constantly drain you and draw you away from God? They take you away from God instead of bringing you closer to God. Create an environment for your growth and healing. If you need a new job, if you need to stay away from those people, from those people who gossip or whatever it is, create an environment that will help your, your growth and healing. Because if you're around people who are in the same boat as you, how are you going to grow? How are you going to heal? Because we get tempted to go back to comfortable things. And a lot of those things are not going to help our growth. They may have helped in the past, but they're not now. Again, we're transitioning. We're going into a new period of time. And we cannot go the same way. And sometimes some of those people that we've known for years or been cool with for years, they can't come. It sucks, but they just can't come. So that is four. I'm sorry, that is three. Four is take time for yourself. That's the most important on resetting, cutting everything off. So you're not hearing this, this person talk or you're getting ideas from this person or that person. Taking time to yourself to reflect, to be more aware, to spend time with God. This all comes together. It's just a bunch of points, but it really all comes together. And then five, again, is letting God in. Please learn to let God in. I pretended to let God in. And I say pretended because I would pray. But I still, like I said, y'all, I would still have issues with control, not allowing God to really take control of the situation or whatever I was going through at the time, not allowing God to come in and really heal my heart and mend my heart and transform my mind. And it's just like going from relationship to relationship. You're not taking that time to let God in to heal you. And then you're going into a next relationship or a next opportunity or a next job with the same mindset. And then you wonder why no matter where you live, no matter how many jobs you have, no matter how many people you date, you still get the same outcome. That's because you haven't taken time to yourself. You haven't taken time to reset and really let God in. So I just want to encourage you all to trust God and let God in in every area of your life, even the smallest things, because even the smallest things that we are concerned with, God will address. God will address. I've had small things that I wouldn't even pray about out loud, but it would be in my head and God will handle it. And I'd be like, okay, I see you. So that's why it's important to be honest with God. That's all he wants is us to come be humble ourselves before him, come boldly to the throne of grace. Those are instructions from God that we have the permission to do that. And that's the most important thing when you're resetting, really just taking time out to reflect. And I did a lot of that in Florida because most of you know my story, but you know, when I became a mother, like not even really when I became a mother, when I was pregnant, it was hard. I felt like I lost myself and I already suffered with low self-esteem from being in toxic relationships and then having to become a mother at 21. It, and a single mother at that, that was never in my plans. That was never something that I wanted to do. And God took me back to that place where that all started. I went back to Florida. That's where it all started. And for the longest, I was afraid to go back. When I moved from Florida back to Maryland, I was always afraid to go back because I felt like that pain and that hurt will come. But you don't really realize how much you've grown 
until you actually go back to that thing. And I don't mean go back to be with it, but I mean like actually reflect on it. And when I went back, I actually enjoyed myself and I got kind of upset because I'm like, I had all of these resources here when I lived here for three years and I didn't, I didn't appreciate it. But now going back, it's like, wow, I've really come a long way. I've really grown. And honestly, Florida was where I really started to develop my own personal relationship with God. And I say own, own personal relationship is because of course, when we're children and we're growing up, I grew up in church. So I will live vicariously through my mom or members of the church. You know how like when people give their testimonies and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nothing like it when God actually enters into your heart and in your situation. So he took me back to that place where I had to really reflect and become aware, like, you know what, Brie, you may not be where you want to be, but you've come a long way. And I want the same for you all when you're going through your reset mode as we enter into all, even though we're still in July, but remember, this is the seventh month in the year completion. We're done with anything that's keeping us from really tapping into the anointing that God has put on the inside of us we're done with those things. It, we're done. They're dead. We're done. We're going into a new season, a new month, a new beginning. We're transitioning. There's a shift and we have to learn to reset when we get to a new level. And that requires reflection and being self-aware of who you are, even the not so sexy parts. There's times where God would show me things about my character that I still need to work on. And I'm like, okay, it was intimidating at first, but it's like, okay, I see what you mean. So let me fix this so I can get to where I need to get to. And honestly, y'all, I would never, never thought in a million years that I would be hosting a prayer call. I'm an introvert. I'm a true introvert. But let me tell you, when God comes into your life, he'll have you doing things you never thought you would do. And that's because I allow him to, I've learned to allow him to take control and do what only he does best. And that's why I'm able to be here today. So I hope you all really enjoy the points. Let me know if this is good. I want to make sure that I'm helping y'all and I'm not boring you or rambling. I'm going to get into the prayers soon, but I just want to see how you guys feel right now or if you guys have any questions before I start praying. And you can put them in the chat. Y'all good? No questions, okay. So this was helping you all, I hope it did. Okay, so I'm going to Oh, thank you guys, I'm glad it helped. I'm gonna share something. Um, go back. Oh, okay. All right, so I just want to go ahead and start praying. Um, and also, before I start praying, is there any last minute prayer requests that you guys want to add in the um? chat you can send them directly to me or you can just add it in the chat I think it's an option where you can actually um send it just to me if you guys have anything before I start praying okay cool 
So I'm going to go ahead and start praying. You guys make sure your minds and hearts are cleared. And then we're going to get into prayer. So dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this prayer session tonight, God. Lord, I ask that your spirit saturates these women, everyone that is under the sound of my voice, God. I pray that you touch them, God, that you strengthen them, God, that you prepare them for the, the new beginning, the next level of their lives, God. I pray that you give them clarity and strategy, God, on what to do next, God. I pray that you give them everything that they need, God. We, your words is that we are more than conquerors. Your words is that you will never leave us nor forsake us. So when things get rough, God, we can remember your word that you are with us, God, that you will give us everything that we need, that you have already given us the strength to conquer whatever comes our way, God, because we are heirs of the throne of Jesus Christ. So we know that if you did it for Jesus, God, that you would do it for us, God. I'm praying, Lord God, for the one who was going to nursing school. I pray that you give her the strength that she needs, God. Give her the memory to retain all of the information that she needs to retain, God. Give her body the strength and the energy she needs, God, to fulfill this purpose, to get through school, God. I pray that you provide for her. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. So you will provide every bill the same way you did for me, God. I know you can do it for others. You will provide for her bills, God, that you will make her successful in the program, God, but not only successful, but victorious in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for everyone's mental health, God, their physical health, God, for their family members, God, whatever anyone is going through in their families, God, we pray that you meet their every need, God. We're praying, Lord God, that you transform our, our minds, God, that you mend our broken hearts, God, so that when we enter into these new opportunities and these new relationships, God, that we are whole, God, in the name of Jesus, that we're not seeking validation from other people, but we know that, God, we come from you, Lord God, that you created us in the image of your likeness, God. So because of that, God, we're already great. We're already loved. So we don't have to seek that from anyone else, oh God. So we just pray that you just cover our minds, God. Cover our minds so when we start thinking these negative thoughts, God, that we can shift them into positive thoughts, God. Your words is that death and life are in the power of the tongue, God. So we know that we need to speak life into our future. We need to speak life into our health. We need to speak life into our family members, into our business, into our careers, God, into our education, God. So we just thank you for the power and authority that you have given us to be able to walk this thing out, God. And Lord, we just pray for anyone that is trying to conceive children, God. We I pray that you touch their womb. I plead the blood of Jesus over it right now that in your time in God, they will be able to conceive their baby, God, that we don't have any no more loss, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you restore her womb, God, so that when she gives birth, God, it will be the most beautiful thing in the world. And we know that by your stripes, we are healed. So we just Plead the blood of Jesus, God, over our minds, over our bodies, God, over our finances in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord God, that you continue to teach us how to be good stewards over what we already have so that we can receive more. So, Lord, we just thank you for all that you've done, God. We are grateful for everything that you've done, God, and we repent of any sins, God, anything that is keeping us from reaching glory, from reaching the next level, Lord God. I just ask that you shed it off of us, God. Anybody that doesn't need to be connected to us into our next season, anybody or anything 
that's holding us back from reaching the next season of our lives, God. We pray that you shake them off, God. We command that strongholds are coming down right now in the name of Jesus. Negative thinking, toxic relationships, whatever it is, God, that is not like you, Lord, we ask that you come in, God, and that you shed it off of us, God, so that we can be light, Lord God, so that we're able to do the will of God, so that we're able to complete whatever assignment that you have given us. And anybody who is seeking purpose, God, I ask that you give them clarity, oh God, on their purpose, God. I pray that you keep us in our process so that we can continue to grow, so that we can continue to heal, Lord. And not only that, Lord, I just ask that your joy and your peace and your presence saturate us everywhere that we go, God. I, I command overflow, God. I speak overflow of joy, overflow of peace, Lord God. I pray for enlarged territory for everyone that is under the sound of my voice, God, whatever they are in need of, unspoken or spoken, Lord, we know that you're going to address it, Lord. So we just thank you that you are a God that sits high and looks low, that you have covered us no matter where we are. Keep us safe in our coming and our going, Lord. And I just pray, most importantly, God, that you continue to live in us and continue to live through us. And we just thank you for your power. We thank you for your grace and mercy that is made new every day, God. We don't know what we would do without your grace and mercy. And we just thank the Holy Spirit for leading us for your word says that the steps of a good man are ordered. So we know that if we get off track, God, because of your divine discipline, you will push us back into where we're supposed to be. So Lord, we will not be afraid for your word says, you have not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So we will continue on this reset journey. We will continue on our growth and healing journey with power, love, and a sound mind. Whenever we, we, mm, we rebuke distractions right now in the name of Jesus, we will not allow distractions to come in and interfere in our growth and healing anymore, God. You said that July is the seventh month of the year and seven is completion. We will no longer allow distractions to come in and, and try to ruin what you have because we know that your word will not return until you void. So if you command it and you said it so, then that means it is so. And no devil in hell can stop what you said and what you commanded because it will fulfill its purpose that you have intended for it to fulfill. So Lord, we just thank you and we rebuke those distractions. We rebuke any plans, any lies, any tricks of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus that may try to hinder us from reaching purpose and really receiving God, your word and your blessings. So Lord, we just thank you again for allowing us to come together, God. I'm praying for these women. I'm praying over their families, God. I'm praying over their minds, God. And we, I just ask, oh God, that you do what you do best and you just take control, God, and continue to teach them how to to release to you and reflect God. And I just thank you in Jesus name. Amen. How do y'all feel? Y'all okay? Was this good? Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for um, joining me. I just seen your message. I'm sorry, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. And anyone who's dealing with grief, God, comfort them, give them peace, give them love in the name of Jesus. I know grief is not not the best thing to go through. I'm sorry, I just got your message, but we're just praying for 
healing right now in the name of Jesus, mental healing, physical healing. And Lord, we know that you are a God of a restoration and you are a redeemer. So Lord, we just ask that you just touch her right now in the name of Jesus, God. And we know that all things work together. So we know that what you do, everything that you do is perfect in Jesus name. Okay, so I'm glad y'all y'all are okay. If you can make sure you share. I will be doing another one probably next month. I don't know if it's gonna be the same way, but I basically, I'm just being obedient to what God is telling me to do. But again, thank you ladies for joining me tonight. I'm glad I was able to help you all and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I love y'all, feel free to email me with any questions or anything like that, but I love y'all and enjoy the rest of your evening if y'all don't have anything else. Oh, also, if you want to, you do not have to. If, um, Imani, can you put the link in the chat real quick? I'm sorry, y'all. If you want to, you can sow a seed. If you want, if, if you're, you know, if you are in reset mode, if you are, you know, transitioning, if this word really resonated with you, you can sow a seed. Again, you do not have to. Um, it is up to you. And also you guys will be receiving an email. I actually created a workbook, which I'm really excited about. So you guys are gonna be getting a copy of this free workbook. And it's really all about resetting because I'm really big on it. And I really believe that resetting is really important when you're going into the next level of your lives and not just even the next level. Sometimes we just need to reset because we feel overwhelmed or flustered or whatever the case is, but you will also receive an email with the copy of um, the free workbook. You can print it out, you can work through it and let me know how that works for you all as well. So I believe that is it. Um, Imani put the link in there. So if you ladies want to sow a seed, you can, again, you don't have to, and be on the lookout for your email regarding the um, workbook as well. And those six questions that I asked in the beginning will also be in the workbook. So thank you ladies again for being with me. I think I'm done, but thank you ladies. Enjoy the rest of your evening. So I hope the prayer call that you all just listened to, I really, really hope you all enjoyed it because God gave me so much revelation going into the eighth month of the year. That means new beginnings. I'm praying you all receive it. I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time about this transition that I'm going through. So if anyone out there is going through a transition, transition, I just want to say, trust God. I know it's easier said than done, but really trust God and let him be him. And also everything that he does, he does with intention. And even though this is very uncomfortable, this may be an uncomfortable season and transition for you. Just know that God is still working. He's still working. And although it may not make sense right now, it will make sense in the future. And I'm not just saying this to whoever this episode relates to. I'm also saying it for myself because I need this as well. And again, I pray, pray, pray that this the prayer call really, really helped you if you are going through these times and you just needed to hear some words of encouragement. And let's just let go of these old toxic habits 
relationships, behaviors, any procrastination, anything that is not serving you, anything that is not producing fruit in your life, let's get rid of it. You know, this month is almost over. Let's get rid of it and let's go into our new beginning and let God really do what he does best in our lives. We can't control everything, so we have to learn that whatever we can't control, we need to put it in his hands and leave it there and focus on what we can control and focus on the last thing that God has told us to do. So again, thank you all for listening to me. Make sure you join the Women Transform Private Facebook group. We will be coming out with a text subscriber list as well pretty soon. And I also have some announcements coming up within the next few weeks that I am really, really excited about. So again, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you all next week.